Good morning and welcome to SGL Daily. This is Christy Robers and today we are in the first half of Luke chapter 7. Luke's primary concern in his gospel is with the story of salvation, with its promised inclusion of the Gentiles. In this portion, we read about the healing of a centurion's servant. This story is also told in Matthew. However, Luke gives more information about the centurion's character. This portion also serves as a parallel to Acts 10, which portrays the conversion of Cornelius, the first Gentile received into the church, and also a centurion. Now, a centurion was a Roman officer in charge of 100 soldiers. At that time, Israel had been under Roman control for about 100 years. Roman officers were often brutal and hated men. However, like all things in life, this was not always the case. In this situation, Luke describes the man as loving the Jews and even financially supported them building their synagogue. Let's read verses 1 through 10. After he had finished all his sayings in the hearing of the people, he entered Capernaum. Now a centurion had a servant who was sick and at the point of death, who was highly valued by him. When the centurion heard about Jesus, he sent to him elders of the Jews, asking him to come and heal his servant. And when they came to Jesus, they pleaded with him earnestly, saying, He is worthy to have you do this for him, for he loves our nation, and he is the one who built us our synagogue. And Jesus went to them. When he was not far from the house, the centurion sent friends, saying to him, Lord, do not trouble yourself, for I am not worthy to have you come under my roof. Therefore, I did not presume to come to you, but say the word and let my servant be healed. For I, too, am a man set under authority, with soldiers under me. And I say to one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes, and to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard these things, he marveled at him. And turning to the crowd that followed him, said, I tell you, not even in Israel have I found such faith. And when those who had been sent returned to the house, they found the servant well. This is the word of the Lord. The focal point of this part is the centurion's concept of Jesus's authority. He compares Jesus's relationship to God with his own to his superiors. His position is one of representation. He, as a centurion, represents Rome and thus has all power and authority of Rome. When he says do this or that, it is essentially Rome saying to do this thing. This Gentile centurion recognizes the authority Jesus commands. He recognizes even before the disciples. John tells us Jesus had to repeatedly explain this very thing to Philip near the end of his ministry. Jesus said to him, I have been with you so long and you still do not know me, Philip. Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does his works. This is the word of the Lord. Therefore, the centurion has faith that Jesus' command, his authoritative word, will accomplish the healing. That is pretty amazing. 
And what is even more amazing is that he is still doing the same thing among us, brothers and sisters in Christ. It is through Jesus that we too have access to the Father. When we pray in the Spirit, we too are praying with and by his power and authority. We, as his church, are his representatives on earth. So when brothers and sisters in Christ pray together a healing prayer, it is not any man's power or special gift. It is the power and authority of Christ flowing through those prayers. The same power that created the universe is accessed through prayer. It is our best defense and our only hope. Let's pray. Abba Father, thank you for your word today. Thank you for reminding us of your authority and power. We love you and we ask that the Holy Spirit remind us today to come to you first, not as a last resort, but as our first knee-jerk option in all things and at all times. In your son's holy name we pray. Amen.